Atkinson. Care for a rubdown. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Something special is about to happen. Are you waiting to receive my lip penis? Very Yeah, g'day rubbers. Welcome back to the weekly rub down podcast that rubs down everything NRL Supercoach Draft. It is time for some waiver wire dribble. Round three, that's where we're at. I'm your host, Natty, and with me as always, riding shotgun in the rub is the stats wizard Wook the Weasel. What's going on, Chump? Yeah, not too bad. Um, yeah, well, lacking a lot of sleep. Oh, sure. Fucking so hell. It's, um, supercoach, 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 supercoach. Just bleeding it, sweating it, breathing it, loving it. Yeah, but fucking running off some fumes here. But anyway, when you're a little bit under the weather, just. Uh, Definitely. Just well, I've crack got a nice, the mark to uh, the cello. I've got a nice little vino. I've got a, uh, a Shiraz Grenache. It's, uh, it's I do love lovely. that. I do love that. I do love that. All right. Let's rip into this. Round three, team lists have come out. Uh, we've got a fair few fucking injuries here that we'll go through. I'm still alive, but I'm very badly injured. KP and Jaden Braley out with concussion protocol. Mm. KP owners, you're not going to like what's going to happen over the next weeks. I suspect that he is going to have a few weeks off. Um, I definitely listened to the latest uh, Physio Magic Sponge yeah. podcast and uh, just listened to Brian talk about that. But he did warn us about KP. We and can't, it has we happened. can't say we weren't warned. Exactly. We exactly. He literally we laid it out there for us, saying exactly what would happen. So uh, from memory, I think uh, Brian said he had four to five times – uh, more chance of having an extended period off due to concussion. And he got knocked the fuck out. So not great for KP no. owners. We're a KP owner in the Listener League. Not great. Uh, and we're also... Are we a Jaden Braley? Yeah, we are too. Fuck. We, not we a are. good oh. week for the rub. No, oh, God. No. So Tyson Gamble will come in for KP at 5'8", and Phoenix Crossland will play hooker. Tyson He's Brazil. not that bad for Supercoach either. Phoenix Crossland? No, no, Tyson Gamble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't mind either of them for a one-week play, mm. to be honest. Phoenix yeah, Crossland yeah. will probably get um, a fair few minutes. Uh, Tyson Frizzell will sit out this week with an ankle injury. It's not as bad as first thought, so that is a positive. Jack Johns will line up uh, at back row for him. Adam Elliott, groin injury. Kurt Mann, calf injury. Another fucking calf injury. What the mm. fuck? Um, they linger. They linger, though. That's crazy, the but there's so many of them. It's wild. Mm. Both of these guys looking at four to six weeks. Um, Leo Thompson is going to be the big beneficiary there, lining up at uh, lock for the Knights. He's actually he's worth a free agent pickup if Hun- he's available on waivers. Hundos. Hundos, bro. Yeah, he's only available at front row forward, but wouldn't be surprised if come round six, he gets a duel. Yeah, we like that. We love that. Tommy's Leo, Jake, Simpkin, and Dane Laurie, all unavailable for the Tigers. That's just a shit show at the moment, the Tigers. Oh, Sam Verrills, uh, he actually played on with a broken collarbone in uh, the game against the Dragons. So Fuck, that's tough, man. Tough as nails, is, man. So he's going to be out tough. for a while. Chris Randall comes in. I'm sure we'll talk about him uh, when we get into the wave claims. Uh, CNK and Jackson Ford out. For the Warriors with head knocks. Big Nelson Asafa Solomona out with an MCL for eight weeks. And at a timely manner, Tui Kamakamika comes in uh, at front row for the Storm. He's pretty much the highest front row forward claim this week. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, he's mm. going to get big minutes. Um, and if you're a Welch owner, you're just rubbing your <laughs> dick over this. It's just going to be amazing. If he, he probably gets 60, 65 minutes, Welchie. He, ha- he has to, though. He yep. has to. Yep. 
Uh, and then Corey Oates, broken jaw, six to eight weeks. And like we said, Jesse Arthurs comes in, and that is sexy as fuck. Now, suspensions, plenty of these as well. We've got Peter Hicko out with two matches. Scotty Drinkwater gets three, which I think he got away pretty good with that. I was thinking it was oh, going to be six plus. Yeah. It's going to be a lot worse. 100. Um, JMK gets a two-match ban, and then we've got Jacob Saifidi, five matches, and Isaiah Papali'i, one-match ban, which I didn't see coming, but you did. We were uh, down there with the guru. And, uh, mate, I have a finger like, on the what pulse. The fuck are what are you talking about? But, yeah, you're all over it. Yeah, mate. Uh, finger on the pulse. Look, um, I have him in one leg, so, yeah, have to keep an eye out for those certain things. It's going to um, fucking help me in my matchup this week. I know that much. Oh, oh I mean. I won't win him, though. He did score fuck all, so. That's true. I mean, they've they've got to learn how to use him, to be fair. Yeah. I'm the, surprised. I, the Tigers I, are an absolute rabble at the moment. I want nothing to do joke. with anyone from that team. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disappointed with having Dewey, but I just wish... He he ran the show more than it looks like Brooks does. Yeah, and the thing is, like, you put Dewey in any other team, and he's a ninety-point player. <laughs> Easily, he, he's unreal. Yeah, and so, just the Tigers what? just somehow stifle him and everything oh. he does. Anyway, fuck big TLT notes. What do we got? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so TLT notes. Look, to be honest, there's um, four big ones for me. Bateman is back um, potentially. So he's, he's been put in reserves um, maybe late in this round, if not next round. Um, probably going to go on to the bench, though. So they've got uh, Bloor and uh, Asip Kukup. Uh, Whoa. It's those extra wines. Yes. Fuck up, I like it. Um, yeah, Asikapal, he has been a real find on the edge there. Um, he obviously played a fair bit of um, center last season, but geez, he looked, um, he's looked a big quite boy. good. Yeah, he's a big body. Um, and then the next one, Olam, he's back from that forearm injury, so broken forearm. Um, Kamakamika, the big boy, and don't they need him? Fucking oath, um, they do. So he's back on deck, which is awesome. And Joshy Schuster. Huge. Finally. Huge. Yeah, so. Big news. Um, look, for a lot of people, especially in classic, it's um, it's yep. a straight swap for people who drafted. I mean, people who got Ponga. Yep. Yeah. Big time. Hundred um, percent. The other one I'll just note, and I got a couple of questions about it today, is Greg Marzu is jersey nineteen. If he doesn't get uh, the start this week, I can almost guarantee you he'll be in the side next week. I I'm I'm less confident because it's a hip pointer. It, it's. Um, it's like a pain management thing. Yeah, and that's the thing that um, Brian said is like once you're up and ready to go and that pain manage- management issue is at a point where you can sort of get needles or it's not as bad, you can play through it. And that's what Ruben Garrick did for the majority of the season last year. If we're talking about shit shows, the Knights have to be in the conversation. Though. Oh, my God. I mean, God. They, they, made, they made – look, they, in fairness, it was one of the, the – Jobs that they did over um, Tigers, they got the job done. But fucking hell, they're at sixes and sevens at the moment. Yeah, it's um, tough coming up against the yeah. freight train that is the Finns. Finns up, baby. Oh yeah, it's going to be a tough weekend weekend at the office for the uh, for the Knights, especially with those outs. But um, all right, bro, let's get into these these claims. Let's start rubbing these bad boys down. This fucks up my plan. This is fucking bullshit. I got to do something here. I, I, I still can't believe it. Help me help you. I'm not sure what to do with my hand. The rest of you made the team. 
Except you, you and you. All right, we'll start with Hooker. Again, not much to talk about here. Yeah, uh, it's a bit light, isn't it? It is very light. Jacob Little did look serviceable on the weekend. It, it was against the too. Titan. Yeah, yeah, 56 played, minutes or something. 56 minutes off the bench. Mm. Um, looked like uh, Mbai just came on, took the sting out of the game. But Little ran good support play. He obviously got the try from his support play. And look, he looked busy as well. Like you take away the try and he's still over 50 points. So... And I think with that performance, you might see a, a little bump in minutes as well. He might get oh, 60, 65. Um, I think they just know what they've got with Little now. So he's he's definitely a pickup, maybe not a waiver, maybe a low-end waiver, but definitely a free agent. But oh, I if, think you're, it, if, you're, if you're struggling in your half, in your hooker, if you've got like a, I don't a know, cheese, a Tanner Boyd or a cheese or something like that, yeah, there's probably worse, worse, there's worse, worse moves to make. Probably waverable. Um, and obviously, Tyron Wishart is still floating around there. Got a really good matchup this weekend against mm-hmm. the Titans. That left edge for the the uh, Storm has blitzed the Titans in, in history. So I think over the last five games, the Storm have played the Titans. Cam Munster has scored four of four of those games. So they do concede tries to that left edge half. I'm not saying Tyrone Wishart is fucking Cam Munster. He's nowhere near it. I'm just mm. saying they do defend that position pretty poorly. Not a bad plug and play this weekend, especially Storm mm. coming off a poor performance and a loss last right, week. You don't, you don't think they're going to be doing that again after the... Ooh, it'll be a tough fucking week yeah, in the, on the training paddock for the Storm. I know that much. So I don't mind him as a pickup. Also... We've got Chris Randall for the Titans. Obviously, Sam Verrill's uh, going down with that collarbone injury. Uh, Randall should get decent minutes. He's probably number three in the claims for these guys. Yeah, I'd rather Little he, and Wishart over him, but yeah. He's he's probably got, he, he does a lot of tackles. Like, I think he broke the record one season yeah. for the amount of tackles in yep. one game for the Knights. But yep. look, he's probably going to be there for, what, three, four weeks? Um, whilst oh, at least. Yeah. Is recovering it's from a that clean break, break that so. um that collarbone, so he'll be out for yeah, a while. They said he, they, they they said him because <laughs> he's out for a few weeks. Yeah, a month or two. Okay, so yeah, not a lot there for the hookers. Let's move on to the front row forwards, the big boppers, the pigs. <laughs> yep. So there's a few blokes here that we can talk about, to be honest. Uh we we sort of touched on Leo Thompson before coming in at the lock spot for the Knights. He looks very likely coming off the bench uh, in the games that he's played for the Knights. If he gets a few more minutes, I can see him being a, a pretty solid fifty point player. And like yeah, you yeah. touched on, like getting that jewel as well is gonna be sexy as fuck. So I think I think he's mm. a really good pickup. He's a unit too. Yeah. Like he, he, he will he will you stay here. He's he a, an aggressive boy. He mm. is fucking aggressive. Mm. Um another big one, Mark Nichols, uh, averaging big minutes. Obviously got a try in the first round, bumped his average up, I think he got eighty three or something, but still fifty seven points on the weekend. Um, played good minutes. No, no, there's no attacking stats in there. That's all base, baby. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Pure base, not not like base but power base or anything. Yeah, Pure exactly. Base. Yeah, just tackles runs. Simple, mm. keeping it real fucking simple. Uh, the goat, and uh, has to be <laughs> has to be fucking talked about here. Blake Laurie, yeah, making look. a big resurgence back into my yeah. heart. The big fella oh. blocker crashing over for some meat, and looked fucking second, good in that game. Second try in less than twenty games. Holy Ooh. shit! He's a he, he's an out and out try scorer now. Played fifty one minutes. That's what we want from Blake. 
Oh, have a go at the kid. Get him, get him in your side, people. <laughs> get him in your side. Uh, Tui Kamikamika coming back with all yeah. the injuries that the Storm have. You know he's going to get good minutes. I'm not Huge. expecting him to be a 55 point player, but 50 is what you'll get, and you'll get it solid. Like he's, we just talked about with Mark Nichols. Tui is just all runs, all tackles. Yeah, no mistakes. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So that's tasty. Um, another interesting one is Moeka Fotoeka getting the start at the mm. Titans. Now, we know what he's capable of, and it's weird, like, whose daughter has he fucked? I don't know what's happened over there, but <laughs> he's just fallen off a cliff. Like, he's an origin player. He's a weapon. So maybe they've finally just gone, you know what, we just need to move use this bloke more. Um, played 41 minutes in the weekend. He should be getting 45-plus in this Titans side. So he might be one to watch, put him on your watch list, because if he gets that 50, 55 minutes that he used to get, man, he was banging out 60s. Yeah, exactly. Look, he's he's an out-and-out scorer, uh, base, base that beast, bringing in my heart like it, like it was like five, six years ago. But mm. look... The game's changed a little bit, and I think one of the reasons why they shifted him to the bench initially is a lot of coaches now are looking to maintain um, their push forward. Yeah. So they'll have one, one effective starting prop in, in the starting lineup and then balance that with another decent guy like your Jolliffs. And then when Jolliff gets replaced and then obviously Tina gets replaced, they still maintain that go forward. And yep. I think that's 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 the logic behind it. So, look, I, I don't see a huge uptick in his minutes, but I feel like his um, his output might go up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you watch my boy, Big J, Jay Warrior Hargraves, come back this weekend mm. and just show you up. I can't wait for him to score sixty. Look, I hope he does. Like he's 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 the he's the goat of. Um, he's going to be angry. He's going to be ready. And getting, if, getting ready to go to the. Stadium. I mean, who else is there? Another That's another cool. timely in. You know what I mean? Like, Tui mm. coming in for the Storm is very timely. Jared coming into the side, along with Victor Radley. Fuck, they need those I two. Hear, I hear they were, they were thinking of putting Hutchinson in the, the starting prop spot. Front so row, yeah. They, they need they, someone. They, they were running, running I think really Robbo. I think Robbo was stretching on the sidelines there for a bit. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, uh, I actually think so. Mark Nichols and Leo Thompson, for me, are probably the big ones. Um Oh, mate, I think Kamakameka above those. Oh, I think he is just um, – look, he, he might have a bit managed minutes in the first couple of weeks, but like, like with Nas out for a long period of time, I feel like he, him and White Rhino are going to get some – Yeah, they minutes. will. I do like the upside with Leo Thompson, though, but it is a bit yeah, of a gamble play because we haven't actually seen it. But I'll be mm. very interested to see what sort of – It's it's about the motor for um, Leo Thompson yeah. that we don't really know. And yeah. I, like a lot of a lot of players can come out and have those really, really big, high-impact sort of moments, but whether they can extend that over the period of the game, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, coming coming is def- definitely the safe play, but just mm. going to be very interesting to see how big Leo goes because he's very likeable. Yeah, you know, I do like. Man. I do like. I do like the Nichols play though. I think yes, it's it probably the claim claim of the week. He's just solid, solid four, minutes, four, 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 solid base. Fuck, but as we always say, don't go crazy with your waivers over front row forwards. Yeah, is and it, to be honest, is it, is, is a try scoring threat, and that's the, that's one of the few few that you can say that is a genuine try scoring threat with front row forwards. And we just talked about six blokes, so do you know what I mean? All of them you can get on freeze, I reckon, tomorrow. Yeah. So don't don't stress. Um, all right, let's get into the two RF spot. Uh, 
Yeah, there is some value here as well. Uh, Raymond Fatella Mariner, obviously playing through the middle now. He's mm. at 28.5%. I don't mind him. You're not going to get a lot out of him. Obviously, playing through the middle sort of stifles that upside that he does have, but he is a likely type. He's going to get tackle breaks. He's going to be a bit of a workhorse. Bryce Cartwright still sitting 25.9% ownership. He's gone back-to-back games now, 59 then 58. He's got that offload. The thing that's changed is he's not missing tackles and he's rolling the fucking sleeves up. He's making yeah. runs, he's making his tackles, and then on top of that, you've got the bit of a flair there. Because obviously at Parramatta, they've all got license to offload, all of them. Yeah. I mean, the Cardi Party invites are coming out by Morse code, so no one's really onto him just yet. But look, all you have to do is look at his first couple of games, actually watch those games, and look, he's he's getting in, doing stuff that he hasn't done in previous seasons. Um, he's not going for those offloads or anything. It's, it's all base, and he is working hard. Yeah. So he's I picked the, him up not last the, week, not and like the same style he used to be. And like we said the other night, when you own someone in Supercoach, you obviously watch them quite closely. And I watched him very closely, and I just liked what I saw. He's, he yeah. needs to be picked up, and he is waverable, one hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Uh, who else we got here? Michael Cheekham, obviously getting uh, an extended stay there on the left mm. edge uh, back row spot uh, at the bunnies up. with arrows out. Yeah, he is dual. To our FCTW, we love that. He's going to yep. get you know, solid 50 to 55 points. And we've, and we've seen he is a real attacking threat at times as well. Like, he tore apart the Broncos. Um, I was at that game and it, it hurt me. Uh, but look, he, he he can score a try. Loves a sniff as well. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. Uh, definitely. You know, He needs to be inside uh, as long as Arrow is out. Um What's his name? The bloke from the Bulldogs, Jacob Preston. Jake, Jake Preston, yeah. So he look, he he's he's obviously taken the um, that edge spot from uh, for Taylor Mariner. Taylor Mariner's gone to lock. There's a lot of question marks about how long term this play is. It's not um, long term. Yeah, I, a lot I, of blokes to come I, back I think into the side. I think he's more a classic option because he's obviously bottom dollar. So. Look, I think for, for he's a play this week for sure. 100% he is. 100%. Um, but whether it's worth busting a waiver claim on him, I don't think it is. Talking about just plug and plays, last year the West Tigers were the worst team defending right edge back rowers by a fucking fair margin. So yeah, pro- Probably not just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it glaringly bad yeah, against yeah. right edge back rowers. Uh, Rando and I on the Chase Losses podcast just blindly bet on right edge back rowers. It was one of our commandments would come up against the Tigers <laughs> and made money off it. It was fantastic. So just let it be known that if he's going to fucking score a try, it's probably going to be against the Tigers at Belmore. Love that. Mm, yeah. Um, anyone else you want to talk about here in the two-hour spot? Uh, I mean, like, there's a few like Kelman Tualangi and a, a few others that are, that are sitting around there that offer a bit of potential, but nothing solid at the moment. So, yeah, the ones we've spoken about, I think Cardi's definitely he's the top of those one. bunch. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Nia Kore had a fantastic game the weekend, but we yeah. saw that there's a, when... There's a lot of cattle to come back, though. Yeah, and we saw... Like, in round one, with when everyone was healthy, that he was the one that got the, his minutes cut. So exactly, yeah, exactly. that's a worry. Look, so keep that in the back of your mind before you start yeah. putting a waiver claim in from Rodney Corey. But he did play well, and yeah. Jackson oh, no, Ford exactly. is out this week as well. Yeah. So well, to, to Vegas sitting on sitting on the reserves, and then you've got um, who else is out? Um, oh, 
Curran. Curran is yeah, there as well. Yeah. So, look, they've got a lot of people that will be coming back in the next few weeks. So, I wouldn't be busting away with Claremont, but if he's there and I'm free, he's sliding and pick him up for sure. Yeah, he's a good play this week, 100%. Mm. All right, let's get into the halfback spot and fuck me, please. It's, uh, it's dire straits always in the halfback position. Mm. But as we talked about last night with the Guru, and you guys will hear this when uh, the show drops later on in the week, but Guru gave us the heads up on Nico Hines probably getting extended stay on the pine with that calf injury and said, Braden Trindle is a great pickup. Um, and we agree. As long as yeah. Nico Hines is out, Braden Trindle is the main dick, the big boy, the alpha. The he, he does. The he overcalls Moylan, and as long as the the Sharks are coming up against, you know, poorer defenses like the Raiders, I like Braden Trindle. I I fire him up this week. Um, had a really good he's a goal kicking halfback that's playing yeah. in a really attacking heavy uh, side. So I think he is, especially if you've got an injury in your halfback spot or you're running someone shit like Luke Brooks or something like that. Yeah, get Trindle in your side, baby. Undoes. And if you have Nico Hines and you haven't already handcuffed Nico with Braden Trindle, you must... Oh, you're not even playing the game right. You must be a rookie. You must be. Um, the other guy I want to talk about is Tyson Gamble. Looked really good. Yeah. Um, that left edge for the Knights is sexy with uh, the weapons that he has out there. Don't expect the world out of him. He's more of a free agent claim. He does have a sexy jewel there with halfback 5'8". We love that. Um, so if you're struggling, say you're the KP owner. Um, I was going to say, if you're the KP owner, handcuff option. Yeah. Like, literally. For sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And the other one, Phoenix Crossland. Uh, I expect him to get really big minutes playing hooker, to be honest. Mm. So, you know, you might get 50, 55 points out of him. It's not a bad matchup against the Dolphins. Um, the thing with the Dolphins is... Don't worry, I'm all about the Dolphins. Fins up, baby. But they're <laughs> they're riding high on energy at the moment. You know, first game yeah. at Suncorp, uh, first game ever in the NRL, buzzing, you know, fucking just high off their dicks. And then coming to round two where it was their first home game, same thing again, just buzzing. Eventually that's going to die down and they're going to cop a few injuries and that's when we're going to see what the real Dolphins team is. But in saying that, I think they flogged the Knights this weekend. Yeah. Um, that's about it for waverable options, to be honest. There's not much else there, yeah. bro. Uh, I, th- I think going back to the Phoenix Crossland, they've got Ryan Rivett on the bench, and he'll be taking a few minutes from Crossland. But, look, I think there's enough to go around there in that game for sure. Yep, for sure. Uh, 5'8", obviously we covered Tyson Gamble and Phoenix Crossland. They're both... Halfback 5'8 jewel, which we like. Mm. Um, other than that, man, nothing. Oh, you you, you got Cody Nicaruma for two games or JMK's out. So he's um, he's 5'8 hooker jewel. So, but the problem is they got Donahue on the bench. So there's going to be minutes taken there. Mm. Yeah, you, you wouldn't Nicarima's expect not, Cody. Nicaruma's not the best for base stats. So no. look, it's, it's, look it, coming up against the Knights, it, it's actually a pretty good one-week play. Because um, they do um, have a bit of <laughs> difficulties with rock speed, so look, Nickarumas are likely tight. To be fair, yeah, he just yeah, he's very inconsistent. And the minutes won't be oh, there. Horribly just, inconsistent. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's get in the CTWs where we can actually talk about something good. So <laughs> there's a few guys here I want to talk about. First up, um, obviously. What's oh, Jacob Kraus is fifty eight percent ownership. I mean, no, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. well. 
which is good on you because he needs to be owned. Um, it was it was fifty. It was a fifty-two average from last season, so he should be in teams. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Moses Suli sitting a little bit above the thirty-five at thirty-seven percent ownership. He he looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. He just wants the ball yeah. and he wants to run and run hard. So I love that. Uh, but going down under the thirty-five percent ownership, Will Warbrick is still sitting there. Look, he's not scoring tries and he's getting mid to high thirties. I like that. He gets involved. Um, he's still a young kid, still learning the ropes. And when the Storm aren't really attacking well, you know, once Munster comes back into the side and they start clicking, the tries will come. So I think he needs to be inside, definitely to be a part of your CTW rotation. You know, any any CTW, any winger that is a part of a top six NRL side should be in teams. Yeah, no, exactly. And, that, and that's the thing, like... I can't believe some of these guys are still available, to mm. be fair. And, and when you've got um, leagues, not like ours, but um, leagues that are playing the four CTWs, like, fuck, you, you, you have to have at least two on your bench. Yep. At least two. Yep, 100%. Another guy, Jackson Paulo. The thing with Jackson Paulo is he's, he is outside Joey Manu. And the best thing about Joey Manu is he sucks in three or four defenders every time he gets the ball. So yeah. most... Attacking raids that go down the Roosters' right edge, Paulo's going to be out there with his dick in his hand, just waiting for the ball so he can put it down. And and, and look, like Manu is a fucking ball playing. Oh, the center. flick pass! Like he will, he will pass. He will kick. Grubber kick. Yeah, fucking, like he can he, do it all. He's got, he's he's got a game where he can step around and then give the pass across. Yep. Like it's it is sexy. They just need to have the direction to go down that way a bit more. Again, a winger in a top six side. This is yeah, a top four side. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And he's got the base to, uh, to go with should, it. Should should be. I think he made like 19, 19 runs or something like that. Like mm. when your wingers making 19 runs, yeah, get him in your side. So love him. He's a top claim for me. I love him. Um, scrolling down a little bit. Jake Everolo looked really good in the weekend. CTW yeah. fullback, Jewel, uh, but very inconsistent. Doesn't usually have the base, but... The thing about Jake Avarillo is his hands. So when the ball gets to him, he's usually going to put someone in space if the dogs are playing well and they're attacking well. So mm, yep. um, Brian Kelly coming back into this Titan side. We actually and talked about this last BK. night. And we, yeah, st- we actually BK, called it. We said, you know, once he comes yeah. in, Sammy's going to move to the wing and someone's going to miss out. So yeah. he's sitting at 12.3% ownership. So I, he needs I, to be in sides. I was ever so slightly surprised that it was Jojo um, Fafita that mm. got, the, got the ass rather than yeah. um, Guru's boy. Yeah. The Wrath of Khan. Yeah, the Wrath of Khan be Khan. Yes, nice. Um, Mikhail Ravalawa, another winger with big base, you know, making oh, yeah. 19, 20 runs. Dragons looked a lot better than I thought they would. Um, he, he's a great look, finisher. Last season, he went off the side of a cliff, though. He did, yeah. Um, so he... Like, it wasn't just his attacking output that went down. It was his base as well. He just never got involved in the plays. He burnt me pretty hard last season, if I'm fair. I know. And the um, thing is, like, yeah. you can get a game out of him like this with one try and getting 80, or he scores yeah. two and he scores 140, and you're like, holy fuck, Ravalawa, baby, mm. and then scores eight. Yeah. No, and that's the thing. If you play him for the matchups and you've got him in your rotation and you're not too concerned about the auto-emergency nightmare... From like um, VC loopholes and stuff like that. Look, you, you're mad not to get him. Yeah. But I like to play a bit of 
bit of VC loophole sometimes um, if the opportunity arises, and especially with the buyers, you almost got a free hit every round. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, and the last guy I want to talk about, Jesse Arthur's. Uh, we called this one with Oates being out. Arthur's coming in. If he plays that left edge like we all think he will, uh, that left edge is going to be fucking humming. We know that from the looks of things, Walsh loves the left edge sweep. you got Herbie out there who usually is glue hands, but Mam, Herbie, Walsh, Space, Arthur's finishing. It all looks good. I love the matchup this week against the Dragons. They're poor on their right edge. Ravalawa, although he is good in attack, he can make some bonehead plays in defense. So Jesse Arthur's an anytime try scorer is sexy as fuck. Love him as a plug and play. Thoughts? Yeah, look, I think he's definitely the likely type as well when he gets close to the line. So I'm I'm a big fan of it. He's probably him and Jackson Paulo are probably my two favorite CTW claims uh, for mm. this round. Yeah. Look, my, my, mine is probably Olam. He, he's, he's obviously floating around that 35%. So I think he's definitely yeah, one. Yeah, he that, needs to be inside. Um, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be looking at He's going to average 50 like, oh, yeah, he's easily, easily. Mm. Playing for the Storm, playing on that left edge, playing next to Coates, playing next to Munster when he comes back. Uh, I don't need to tell you how good that is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 100% now on the head. I love it. All right, let's get into fullback. Uh, so we talked about Avrilo obviously being dual. And we've got Tom Chester coming yeah, in. Tommy Chester. Fucking up all my dreams and hopes for fucking um, Holmes getting dual. Yeah. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Tommy. And you know what? When everyone was talking about Holmes going back to fullback, I sort of just didn't buy it. Because I was like, well, why didn't they fucking play him there when he when Drinkwater was off? Oh, it just didn't know. sit Guru, right with Guru, me. Guru, Guru did did make a good point that fucking Hiku was defending like a piece of shit. So they probably yeah, but even that didn't back. make sense to me. So like yeah, I just yeah. had a feeling that this wasn't going to happen. And yeah, Tom Chester comes in, which yeah, mm. it is shit for Val Holmes owners because everyone was thinking yeah he's going to play fullback, he's going to get jewel, fucking sexy, la la la. But no dice. Mm. Tommy Chester is a good handcuff option for drinky owners though. Cowboys have a sexy run. Like I've, next I've not I've not seen him games. play. Is he? Do you know what his output is in Q Cup? No, but I've been told um, just by a Guru just saying that he's a gun, and usually that cunts on the money. Yeah, that's enough for me. <laughs> when when Guru <laughs> goes, yeah, he's gun, he's gun, and I go, okay, copy, copy. So I do like him. Um, you're a big fan of Tyrell Sloan. Look, I, when I say a big fan, I, 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 all I said to you was he, he played fucking awesome on the weekend. He did. He I, did. And he, but you made a good point. He played fucking awesome at the start of last season and then it fell away very quickly and then he got punted. The one difference is from last season is he doesn't have a bunch of players breathing down his neck for that spot. No. Which so I think that, you would have thought would have made him play better. No, having yeah, the pressure it seemed, there to, it, it, to it seemed to not not work that way for him. We got a try and a try assist. He had five tackle breaks, two line breaks, and ten runs. Ten runs, ten runs from, from fullback. fullback. That's pretty yeah, bad. Disgusting. That's and bad. the stats there that reads a hundred plus game. Well, it should. You know what I mean? If you get mm. you get a try and a try assist at fullback, usually it's fucking up there in the ninety. Oh, so I mean, like if. If you had like Hayes Paramore or something like that, 
which I would have them similar sort of level. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he's not he's not going to be scoring that either. No, and I want nothing to do with either of them. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it, it's the jewel that it's like honey potting me. That's all. Yeah, that's true. But I would I would much rather um, get Tommy Chester. But you're probably yeah, going to be able to get Tommy Chester free agents because um, yeah, no yeah. cunt's going to know who he is, which is nice. But, we'll, yeah, look, we're just going off what Guru says and he's gun. He's, but the thing I do love about the the Cowboys is the run. And, obviously, you're going to have Tommy there for the next three rounds, and I'm just having a look at who they've got. They've got Warriors, Gold Coast, Bulldogs. So, yeah, pretty nice. I mean, the Bulldogs are defending well, but, you know, all right. three of those for, for one for one game. Yeah, exactly. All three of those teams can fucking give up bog points. So yeah, I, I like the play. I'll be looking at him to handcuff him uh, with my Scotty drink water for sure. All right, Ooh, let's get into the happy ending. You want happy ending? I got a Let me break it down for you so you understand. I'll hold your hand like a small child. Oh fuck! Oh my god! Fuck yeah! Who do we have as our top claims for each position? Wook. So running through, we've got um, Nichols. Oh, sorry, sorry, Little for hooker. Mm-hmm. Then we went into Nichols for front row forward. Cardi yep. Party, we're on board. Love it. Um, we've got Tricky Trindle for halfback. He's going to be a bit more of a long-term claim. If you've got fucking Ponga, you want to be grabbing Gamble. Um, for 5'8", fucking tough. Um, I'd almost go Gamble here for 5'8". Yeah, yep. Um, CTW, I'm a big fan of Olam. You're a big fan of Jackson Polo. We'll go, we'll go with Jackson Polo for you. Um, and then for fullback, I think Avarillo is probably the best best bet. Yeah, I agree. Yep, I like it. Um, to be honest, if you're not desperate this round and you play uh, last pick don't, bottom, don't be don't be afraid to take the loss this week. We yeah. literally just had a bit of a conversation, me and Addy, just about our listener league. We are decimated, yep. decimated yep. with so injuries. KP, Jaden Braley, Isaiah Papali'i, Yo's out with the bye. They're four absolute guns. We're talking top, f- what first four rounds? Yeah. Those yeah, those exactly. guys, you're not going to win. We're not going to win. So no. why fucking get on the waivers and freak out? And why, pull te- your pu- why tear your team apart exactly. just to have a starting side, which you're still not going to have a chance of fucking winning? Take your licks, take the loss, move on. Yep. This is super coach. This happens. Um, and the other thing is, if you don't stress and you're okay with taking the loss, it's early in the season. Fuck. It's a long fucking season, people. Oh, Plenty of time to make up yeah. some ground. No one no one wins a championship in March. Exactly. But the thing is, you let, let it go when you know you can't win. You probably jump up five, six spots on your waiver. So yeah, and it's a good, good week to do that. To be honest, there's not, there's not like those. There's not a claim there. You're like, oh fuck, I have to have this guy. Yeah, but I mean, by all means, if it's a reverse ladder waiver, fucking waiver away. Fuck, who cares? Oh yeah, exactly. Look, and it comes back to you got to keep your eye out and see who's being dropped, and just keep you every day, every single day. Just have a sticky bit. See who's, see who's been dropped. Have, yep. a, have a look. If if someone's there of value, whacking away the yep. claim. If you're keen you, as you, you did it, you did it first round with fucking Lane. Some muppet fucking dropped in. That was gold. That was gold. Um, and if you're really keen, get up at four thirty in the morning tomorrow and have a look at freeze. Be yeah. the first cunt up to have a look at free agents who slipped through the net, and be yep. the first one to pick up the freeze. I'd be lying if I said I, I don't do that constantly. 
That's <laughs> look, and that's the one way that you can climb out of tenth or twelfth pick. In and if, if you've got kids, you, you can. You you're gonna you know be up what, anyway. You know what I'm gonna be about to say. You're gonna be up soon anyway. So fuck it. Just get up twenty <laughs> minutes earlier and just pour yourself a coffee. Go through the free agents and wait wait for your little one to start screaming their dicks off at you. <laughs> sounds, sounds fantastic yeah that's good bro it's real good um all right guys that's the waiver wire targets for round three we've had an absolute barry uh this evening with uh technical difficulties fucking computers and and recording shit and doing all that it's oh, not my forte yeah. it's not walkers any either we we tried to put our minds together to try and come up with some solution it didn't happen as you can imagine so we are going to skip the matchups podcast because we will be here until 3 a.m. Uh, but as I was saying to Wooker uh, off air uh, earlier, because we're still sort of sifting our way through the uh, 2022 stats, there are holes in our in our um, projections. In the data, yeah, yeah. yeah. And look, come next week after the, after this round, we'll start to be using the 2023 data, stats. which. Yep. We're effectively going to have for the first first week in round four, we'll have a three round average, then it'll be a four round average, five round average, then six round average. So it'll start to build and to get a bit more useful as the season goes on. And um, yeah, things are going to get sexy. Things are getting, like we've got a lot of things coming up on Patreon. Um, people need to get excited because we've got form guys. Get excited. Fucking hell, get excited. I'll no, tell you what no. we're going to do because we, we're not putting a, a match out matchup podcast tomorrow night uh we will go we'll be on instagram and we'll be available for questions so i'll put up a post with a questions tag there you can put your questions in and wooker and i will spend wednesday night when we can getting back to you and answering your questions on who to vc who to captain who to put in for plug and plays um who to trade whatever questions you've got for the round three coming up we'll do that for you guys because we're just fucking good blokes yeah but what we'll do, we've got a number of questions. I'll put a, a thing out for questions for patrons. So we'll do a separate Patreon pod um, just after this. Yeah. And we'll release that on the um, on the Patreon. We'll look after the patrons, baby. All right, guys. We're going to get out of here. We love you. That's the final sign. As always, go do the social media thing, whatever fucking sweet. Um, and we will chat to you guys next week. And it will be usual broadcasting with the Waiver Wire and the Matchups podcast. And later on this week, will the next Wire episode will be available. Wire. So it's that'll so be available good, on YouTube first. And then probably a couple days later, it will be available via podcast. And this is just the three of us going through our draft teams and fucking sledging each other. It's just an open mic roast. Yeah, it was a it was a couple of curb stomps on um, poor old Guru. Um, yeah, proper um, rattle stations, people. Proper was, rattle he, stations. I've I'll, not seen him like it before. I'll, pro- I'll put my hand up. I'm, in, all, in all honesty, we all got bit, a little bit rattled at one point or another. Don't worry. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Especially towards the back end of my draft, I was like, oh, fuck. I know that I fucked up here. Ah, <laughs> uh, so good. Good watch, people. Mm. Really good banter. All right, let's get out of here. Remember, there are many things a man can do with his time. This is better than those things. You're damn right, Wooker. Catch us next round on the Weekly Rubdown. You can take me now. I have seen it all. Get that India. Catch us.